I'm talking to Graeme Lightfoot, the chairperson of the steering group for Killaloo Community Council, and to Eddie O'Gorman, who is currently company secretary of the Killaloo Community Council. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon, Katie. So I think I'll start with you, Graeme, if I may, and ask you to give our listeners a bit of background to the setting up of Killaloo Community Council. Why was it felt necessary to set it up? Well, I suppose it really came out of a workshop um, that was run about four years ago, maybe a bit more than four years ago, um, in the Killaloo Hotel and Spa, um, which was a local development plan type workshop. And a group of us um, were getting together out of, during that workshop, and I suppose it was felt that something like a community council was definitely needed in, in Killaloo because there needed to be a voice that was heard more emphatically, shall we say. And so that group of people got together um, as, a, uh, as a sort of steering group and we held a public meeting early 2019 I think I remember I think that was, over in um, the lakeside and the idea was to try and develop and set up a joint community council for Ballinar and Killaloo because so many of the groups in the area are joint groups for both towns and at that meeting, we had Neil Garvey from Munchnatira. We had um, who, who's an organisation, national organisation, which supports and develops and helps setting up of community councils around the country. And we also had the, I think they're called E towns or something like that. Yeah. Times.ie, I think was or that. Times.ie or something, something I can't like that. Something like that. They 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 were the ones who were doing the the workshops on local local developments, and so they um, they showed some of the results of the work that they'd done, and they had also said that they would provide some of the information that they would have about Balinar for any sort of group that came out of it. So at the end of the meeting, we had six volunteers from Killaloo and six volunteers from Ballinar to proceed to setting up a steering group at the time. That was a neat result, wasn't it? Well, it was. Uh, <laughs> and um, my job was done as far as I was concerned. I got that far and we, we got something, a group going to take it further. And then it all collapsed, apparently. Um, and about 18 months ago, um, Seamus Murrahy, who is the regional rural community development officer for this area. In the, the county, county council. council. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He got in touch again and said, well, the county council is really looking to sort of see if a community council can be established because it could be a conduit for finances to groups in the area because a lot of groups if they want to get sort of serious finance 
they have to go through the process of setting themselves up as a limited company or a charitable, um, I get charitable status with the charity commissioner. Um, sorry, the charities registration registrar, and it's quite a lot, quite a task for it's small cumbersome groups to for do small that. Quite cumbersome. Yeah. And so, I contacted again the the volunteers on the Killaloo side from that previous body, and extra people as well. For example, like Eddie, and we and yourself, and we set up. Um, the steering group and we contacted Munchnatira to see if we could come under their auspices because we would automatically be able to use their um, CHY number with revenue as a charity. And we needed to obviously incorporate ourselves with the Company Registration Office and we have done so as a company limited by guarantee. And that was finally um, achieved, well, I'm not quite sure, was it earlier this year or towards the end of last year? And so the next task we had was to set up a steering group to take us through to having elections for community councillors so that the community council would then be able to, um, to function and operate. Yeah, because the initial group was really almost a question of good men and women and true kind of thing who just volunteered. But obviously to get democracy in action and proper local representation, you want people from the community coming forward. Isn't that yeah, the case? Exactly. Yeah. So we, we, we um, promoted the idea of asking people that we knew as well as promoting it through press releases in local media, um, on Facebook pages, on posters, to encourage people to come forward, to get themselves nominated for elections. And we agreed that we needed a minimum of nine candidates. And if we had more than nine candidates, we would actually hold an election. In the end, we got eight candidates by the closing date for the nominations. And so we decided at our recent meeting that we would not hold an actual election, but we would contact those eight people um, and tell them that they'd been duly elected and if they wish to continue, could they please confirm that? And this was a telephone call that I made to each other. And we now have eight community councillors in place. Their names will appear in tomorrow's Clare Champion and other local papers and other local media, so that people will know who they are. Um, and we have organised a sort of handover meeting and launch of the community council, Killaloo Community Council, in the Killaloo Hotel on Thursday, the 14th of July. A great, a great date to choose. Bastille, Bastille Day in France. And Absolutely. So we can have a celebration of that as well. And, and, and we've also invited, I suppose to launch it, we've invited the new Cahillac of Clare County Council, um, local councillor Tony O'Brien. 
Oh, great. I think we may be talking to Tony on the programme a bit later on oh, actually, okay. Okay. about his new uh, position. Post. Yes, great. So, well, that's a, a very um, succinct uh, description. Thanks very much for that. The process is very clear. Uh, it's interesting that uh, in a way it started off being a joint venture between the two towns and eventually it kind of each one went their own way in a sense. Yes. Um, pity, I would imagine, in some ways that we haven't been able to go forward together. But also, I suppose, in another way, from the point of view of dealing with bodies and being autonomous and so on, that has its advantages as well. Killaloo now has a community council. Ballina would be playing catch-up, I suppose, at this point. Well, hopefully they, <laughs> they, will, they will either set up one of, one, of, one of their own or they will consider... Down the line, maybe the original aims of having a joint one, which would be, I think, almost unique in the country, because at the time we were looking at it, we were trying to find out, and we were looking at towns either side of a river throughout the country, and there are a few of those, um, and we got in touch with people in, in those towns, and they didn't actually, none of them, from what we could find out, actually had a joint community council covering towns across the river because invariably those rivers were the county boundaries yeah, as well. Of course, yeah. But of course nearly everything that we will do on our council we will have Ballina in mind as well. Well but like we are one community. Yes, because of course as far as I know and I'm certainly no expert in it Eddie, the new development plan for Killaloo itself yeah. embraces both sides of the river. Yes, exactly. As it naturally would, yeah. Um, but you're moving forward now. The steering group will be stepping back. The new community council will be coming on board, and in a way, Eddie, you're the link. You're the kind of almost the midwife of the, <laughs> the of the new uh, community yeah, council coming yeah, in. Yeah. So tell us a bit about that. What are the plans? What's on the agenda? Well, the, the agenda is fairly simple. We're, we're just going to figure out how to run the council properly first. We're not going to bring on any big projects until we're all comfortable with each other. We have an idea of paperwork, who to go to, what to do. Luckily, the group that have volunteered are a great group of people. Every one of them are just, I'm delighted with everyone that volunteered. And it's a good selection of people from the village. But um, as Graham said, the first thing we want to do is meet up and introduce ourselves to each other. Then, of course, we as a group will have to decide who takes what position on the committee. And um, then we just have to start introducing ourselves to organisations in the area. And we'll all have to start trying to work together. Well, that sounds like a great uh, idea. I'm just wondering... For example, you've got eight people. Mm -hmm. There's potential there still for maybe another couple of members. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. And how would that be done? Would it be, for instance, by co-opting? Or how would that happen? Well, co-opting, yeah. That's probably the way to go. I assume once we get started, once people see that we're doing good work, that it's it's not going to be a flash in the pen, that people will want to join us. Mm -hmm. um, again, we hope to have associates in every aspect of the town. Great. To help... Because, like, we're only human, we'll need information from somebody to help us with this, to help us with IT, to help us with um, promotions, just everything. We just need help with everyone. You can't pretend that we know everything ourselves. So I hope that town will join together and help. Well, it sounds like you've made a very good start, uh, mm. sort of, in a way, from the ashes, you know, the phoenix arose, I yes. think, so it's, it's a great start. Yeah. And, uh, 
I'd just like to ask you, um, are there any specific projects? I know that there were some things that were being discussed uh, even at steering group stage. Are there any specific projects you're planning to move forward with, obviously, once you become established? Well, certainly, I think sort of the discussions that people um, had over the last, what, four years, really, mm. from that workshop group um, in, in 2018 was looking at um, unused buildings, unused public buildings, unused public space, and trying to ensure that they were actually coming to use. So, for example, the town enhancement and mobility plan that you mentioned earlier um, has a lot of information in it about such things. And I suppose it would be the community council's intention and certainly the steering group were looking at how the community council could get involved in ensuring that those things come to pass. And I think that's identifying the sort of organisations that the, the two county councils had identified as being desirable partners to see how those things might come to pass. And I think the community council itself, and we certainly in the steering group, thought that this would be the way to go, would be to partner with them and to start push, pushing for those um, activities and those locations to be to come into use um, and that there would be um, places that both old and young alike um, would be able to participate in and make use of. And I think those are the sort of things that we certainly discussed, yes. and I know, talking to Eddie, that that's the sort of thing that he wants to, to see going forward as well. Well, I'm sure th those uh, aspirations would be shared by many people in the local community, and certainly for my own part, I remember in 1996 asking publicly for uh, a space for the arts, the performing arts, and indeed for visual arts, an arts centre if you like. And I can immediately think, as I'm sure you can, of several potential buildings that were available back in '96 that are actually still technically available. Still, still available. available. So, you know, <laughs> let's go. So I want to thank you very much for taking the time to come in and thank talk you. to me today. And I wish you the very best of luck, obviously, as a resident of Kildare myself, though just within the electoral boundary area. I um, wish you very best of luck and look forward to perhaps working with you on some projects in the future. Excellent. That'd be great. Thanks thank thank you. you. Thanks, PA, <laughs> for recording that interview the other day. You know. Yes, that's, people often know me as PA, Tom, you know. I mean, for that, Patricia, yeah, and yeah. yes, indeed. And I, I know you wish them all the best, and on my behalf, I'd like to wish them the fledgling community council in Killaloo all the best. There's yeah, a bit of a way to go, but sure. Learning experience, yes. but uh, yeah, you know, Great. give them a few years and they'll have... The, their mark put on it because the community council here in Scariff in particular has worked wonders and mm -hmm. they must be in existence now for oh not too sure how long possibly 30 years goodness you know? yeah uh, mm -hmm. White Channel as well they've been quite active and you know they've done a lot of good work well there's so much development planned for the area yes. and uh, overall as you know and the advent of the greenway the development of the pilgrim path yes, just yes. to mean two things and of course the county council Clare county council has a development plan for Killaloo which will be coming into effect as well. So there will be a lot of change and we need good people to see it through and make sure it works for us. Yeah, and liaise with the county councils. Yes, worked. of course. Yeah. So um, 
Eddie had a choice of music, hasn't he? He did indeed. He asked for Over the Hills by Led Zeppelin. So here we go. Yeah. <laughs>